0: Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross.
2: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 287, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry. With a podcast. I'm your host, Henry Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, Being ethical isn't just right, it's the only way to success. And joining me on today's show is Ben Lai. His business is Sales Ethos, and Sales Ethos helps business owners to increase their sales revenue through ethical selling practices. Now, whether you have a team of non sales staff or maybe you're doing selling yourselves, Ben has helped his clients increase their revenue by as much as a hundred percent wow sales ethos achieves these results through sales training seminars through sales coaching and of course through business coaching now on today's show ben is going to share money is not the root of all evil it is the love of money that is the root of all kinds of evil and of course that comes from 1 timothy 6 verse 10 he's going to talk about how we earn and use money is a testimony to god's goodness as well as earn more than you need so that you can help others in need. And of course, that's a quote from Jim Rohn. So welcome to the show, Ben. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's a pleasure to be here. I love how we said before the, uh, the technology, uh, and before we press record, how amazing it is. You're sitting in your car, uh, of course, joining us today. You're going to share some incredible uh, strategies and insights, of of course, from Melbourne. So it's great because you know, some of my guests have been overseas, but we get to 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 share uh, from our own home uh, town. Share with us. How did you get into creating your business sales ethos? What's the backstory?
1: Yeah, it's uh, been a bit of a windy journey, actually. Um, since I was a kid, I've wanted to uh, be a professional public speaker. Now, that's a bit weird, given that I'm a natural introvert. So mm. God kind of placed that in my heart and uh, um, with, with an introverted uh, personality. Uh, and then when I, when I got out of uni, I actually wasn't too sure how to go about uh, pursuing that career path. Mm. And so I ended up going into nursing as my first career. Um, and um, that, w- that was a fantastic uh, journey in itself. Um, but then I realized uh, four years in that this is not leading towards that bigger goal. So I mm-hmm. needed to change directions. And I recognized that um, I needed to learn uh, how to sell in order to uh, run a business. Yes. Uh, because a business needs clients in order to, um, to survive and to serve people.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and so once again, go- going completely out of my uh, introverted comfort zone, uh, and then learning this skill of selling um, was was very very challenging. And what I found was that the the world of selling uh, is, although it's changing for the better, it still has a lot of people who practice a lot of dodgy uh, and pushy practices mm. um, in order to to get their success. And what I what I found was that. Um, uh, this was mostly short term success if anything mm. uh, and it and it just uh just just wasn't right you know um and so i started my business after being quite successful in my sales career uh with the hope and the goal to teach people how to sell ethically
3: yes
1: uh and the people that i serve the best are the ones who want to sell um uh, but they want to do it the right way yeah. you know uh so that that's often the the subconscious uh, barrier that people have to sell effectively because Mm. they think that if they're going to do that, they're going to be dodgy. They're going to be pushy and disturbing people. Right. Mm. So, so I'm here to change all of that and help people to feel more comfortable uh, with this act of, earning money and and selling
2: yes and of course when it comes to Christian entrepreneurs and kingdom business owners that whole topic of money can be really cloudy too depending on uh, the kind of beliefs that we've taken uh, upon ourselves and maybe what we've heard and observed as well so I love that you're starting off with 1 Timothy 6 verse 10 uh, the fact and so often (laughs) we miss it we, we assume that it is money is the root of all evil but it's not that at all it is the love of money that is the root of all kinds of evil. So share some insights around
3: yeah.
1: here. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of funny that in the church environment, in the Christian circles, what I've noticed is that there is a lot of negative associations with success, with money, uh, and so forth. In fact, uh, my, my dad was uh, a senior pastor in his church. Mm. And uh, one day he was uh, his car needed to be put in for servicing. And so one of the congregation members generously lent him his uh, very nice car. So, uh, And then so he drove this car to church uh, one week. And then when he returned to the parking lot, uh, he saw a note on the windshield saying that, I didn't know our pastor was so um, materialistic. <laughs> and, I mean, <laughs> what on earth Please. is wrong with having nice things, right?
3: <laughs> oh, my so, goodness
1: yeah, so th- there's there's a lot of negativity around it. and and i I firmly believe that, as a result of this uh, subconscious programming, that that uh, we self-sabotage ourselves from uh, from earning all that we can. Mm. So we're living in the most uh, economically uh, thriving times in all of human history. I mean, if you think about, our ability to to afford nice things. Everybody in Australia, uh, even our uh, people who are so-called in poverty, mm-hmm. uh, can afford to to own a TV and to own a own a uh, smartphone. And uh, so, so we're living in really prosperous times. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you look at uh, the biblical history and all of the patriarchs, uh, how did God bless these uh, mm-hmm. people for their obedience? Right? It was usually uh, economically. Mm-hmm. Uh so um Abraham had all of his camels and his, and his mules. <laughs> those that, those were the signs of wealth back in those days,
3: right?
1: Yeah. Uh and uh, so they were insanely wealthy as a result of their obedience to God. So I don't see why that should be hugely different now.
3: Yeah. Uh, and so um, true. and
1: what, what I really want to encourage other other Christians to do is is to have this mindset mm. that that you earn all that you can so that you can then use that to to glorify god to to help others in need it's not look buying nice stuff is is okay there's nothing wrong with that but that's not the ultimate goal for most of us and right? mm-hmm. most of us have very generous hearts we want to help other people and you cannot do that unless you have more than you need.
2: Yeah, right? so, so true.
1: So that, that's the place that I'm coming from.
2: Yeah, I love the story of Solomon, of course, and, and God approached him and said, no, what can I give you? And he asked for wisdom and the Lord was just so impressed. He says, well, I'm going to give you wisdom. And I'm also going to give you riches as well because of that. And, and I love the way that you've stressed, you know, it is the love of money. If we are driven by that success, by, you know, just that money and we keep it to yes. ourselves and we don't share that and we're not good stewards of that, then, of course, uh, what you're saying is very much um then that is something that we need to look at but i just love those um those people who so because that really is for me that's a reflection on their money story and how mm. sad it is because we, we, as we know, we we serve and love an abundant, prosperous Lord. And when we delight ourselves in him, he gives us the desires of our hearts and he blesses our business so that we can then go out and bless others and fund projects. Mm. And um, I think that that's just so very important. Let's talk about something else that may s- stir some things for people, how we earn and use money is a testimony mm. to God's goodness. How? What are some insights here, and how we can apply that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I have to give a huge amount of credit to uh, to an individual named Rabbi Daniel Lappin. So a lot mm. of what I teach is uh, has been influenced by him. So I highly recommend that you check out his books, um, "Thou Shall Prosper" and "Business Secrets from the Bible." Uh, and um, he's actually a Judeo Christian, which is a very interesting uh, mix. But um, from listening to his uh, works, what I've uh, come to discover are God's original designs and intentions for money.
3: Mm -hmm. You
1: see, the way that he's set up our economic system, this uh, system that we now call capitalism, the way that we earn money is essentially a product of how useful uh, we are to other people Mm -hmm. and the value that we bring to other people. So to combine another sales concept with, uh, with this idea of capitalism, whenever, uh, you make a sale, uh, one, one law must be met at every time, every time you make a sale, which is that you must deliver more in value Mm -hmm. than you charge in the price. Mm -hmm. So for example, if I'm going to charge $10,000 for my services, then my clients need to earn at least fifty or a hundred thousand dollars mm. in returns, preferably within a twelve-month period, but uh, but certainly over over the long term. Yes. And if you think about it this way, right, you're giving disproportionate value to other people. Mm. Then there, then what's wrong with you earning that that profit for yourself, mm. right? There the the person that you have served is the bigger winner. So God has set up this uh, system in such a way that. Even, even selfish people need to figure out ways to serve other people yeah. in order to earn their living. And I, and I think that's just beautiful by design. I mean, it's, I, I mean, there are certainly people that try to abuse the system, yeah. but uh, this, is, this is the pattern that we're supposed to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for ways to serve and to give value to other people
2: yeah you know one of the things that I learned from one, one of my mentors quite some time ago and it's always stuck with me because quite often uh, you know the the topic of money can bring up a lot of different beliefs and things that as, as I mentioned earlier what we've seen what we've heard and observed growing up and there's one that I have often. Uh, Heard people say, not through my own family, but you know, um, money will makes people greedy. uh, Mm. But money really can't do that at all, uh, because it's an innate object, isn't it? And and I think sometimes (laughs) what it does, it just um, increases what someone was already. It doesn't turn Mm. someone, um, you know, into to greed. And in actual fact, if someone is very giving and someone is very um, abundant and sharing with with whatever you know resource. And, and things that they have uh, I would say that that will just increase you know with their mm, increase mm. in, in um, income and so forth that that gives them an opportunity to um, increase yeah, yeah. their giving too what what sort of um, uh, when you're dealing with clients I'm sure there's a lot of different beliefs around money and selling that you hear what are some of them that you love helping clients break through are there any yeah, typical absolutely. ones that you can share
1: yeah absolutely the the key thing that uh, i find with most of the people that i speak to um is that they they, they have uh, that subconscious programming that i was talking about uh mm-hmm. with the negative associations with success and being wealthy and earning a profit and so oftentimes uh in in their uh generosity they try to lower their prices as much as possible
3: mm-hmm.
1: right uh and and this is really problematic because uh, when they lower their prices it decreases the perceived value of that product or service yeah. right so that's that's problem number 1 uh for, from the client side uh, they're not going to value you as much if you charge too little the second problem that it creates is that it reduces your profit margins right and yes. how are you supposed to run a business if you're if you're only making paper thin profit margins mm-hmm. uh how are you going to feed your family if uh, uh if if you're not earning enough to to support yourself um and 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 uh, you're not going to have any excess money to grow the business. So you're actually doing a double disservice by charging too little.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and this is uh, frequently uh, the the first advice that I give to people. Um, and and I, when I explain it this way to them, it helps them to understand that it's in everybody's interest to increase their prices to something that's more appropriate, usually uh, above what the competition is charging. Yeah. Um, because of the level of service that they're giving, mm. right? If if you're going to position yourself as the premium provider, you're going to give your extra attention, your love and affection to your clients. Then you really need to charge accordingly yes. uh, to reflect that. Um, and if you really wanted to create a, a cheaper product, then you need to find ways to scale it, right? Mm. So those that's a different. Uh, uh, situation altogether, but um, but yeah, predominantly the 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 key problem that I um, that I encounter with my clients is that they feel guilty with for charging uh, larger amounts, and they feel guilty for the amount of profit that they're earning. Mm-hmm. And so we often have to work w- through that, uh, question it, and look at where the sources are coming from. Where th- mm-hmm. did they get these ideas from?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: because uh, one of the the key areas of influence is the media. Mm. Right. If you think about the last, you know, a few movies that you've watched, uh, what was the main motivation for the villain in every one of these movies? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's always almost always money, uh, and um, and business people are often portrayed as being very uh, evil characters. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So so we, these have very subtle influences uh, on the way that we see. Uh, money and uh, as a result we self-sabotage. So yeah. that, that's that's the most common problem that I see.
2: Yeah, such great insights there and I think uh, one of the shifts or the, the, the mindset shifts that we need to have also too when we're having this discussion is that when we look at different ministries we typically often think of the church, you know, or go out into the mission mm. field which are great, great minister opportunities. Business is a ministry. And in a ministry, we have to be good stewards with whatever task, function, action, all of that, money, uh, how are we managing that? And now imagine if the talents, you know the story of the talents, everyone knows the story of the talents, were our gifts and the strengths that we've been blessed with. And one day the Lord comes to us and say, why have you been devaluing the gift talent, knowledge that I have (laughs) given you by undercharging? How many of us would have to take a step back and go, oh, I never looked at it that way? Because these are gifts and talents that we can, you know, obviously glorify the Lord in in sharing and, and you know, delivering excellence of service and products, yes. But also, as you've said, um, you know, and, and what, you, what a great reminder, charge what you are worth. Otherwise, we are undervaluing the gifts, talents and knowledge that the Lord has blessed us with.
1: Absolutely, and, and that that story is um, uh, very interesting because Jesus chose to use money yes. as the way of illustrating that point. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, we we kind of take that word talents to mean our abilities and our resources, which is uh, true in concept. Uh, however, in the original uh, context, it was a very large sum of money. And yes. so I think, um, you know, given that we are living in the wealthiest time in all of history, mm. uh, the responsibility is so much more.
3: Yeah. Like
1: if you think about our ability now to start our own business, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's so easy now. You know, uh, we we can go from from uh, quite literally rags to riches mm. uh, with the opportunities that are available. Or if you want to learn a skill, you just have to hop online and learn it from YouTube articles uh, and so forth. Yeah. Um, the the technology has enabled us to to reach audiences worldwide with without with very little cost. Yeah. So the the opportunities are humongous now. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Given that we have all of these resources available to us, if we choose not to improve ourselves, not to take any risks and to just stay with the status quo, uh, i would I would contend that that's an immoral thing to do. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's It's a hard thing for me to say, but but I, I honestly believe that with all of these opportunities, if we choose not to improve ourselves and to take these risks to mm. uh, to increase our income, we're doing a disservice to other people,
2: mm-hmm. yes. uh, and
1: that's what I really hope that uh, our listeners uh, will Absolutely. take on Absolutely. Well,
2: when we think about increasing income, that means we often need to hire a team. Which means we can become employers of other people, give them an opportunity to generate income for themselves. It's the suppliers that we deal with, it, contractors, and for many yeah. of us who are service-based business owners that don't necessarily um, need to be logistically in the same location as our clients. That means we can increase our client base without necessarily needing to, you know, expend a lot of capital. And, uh, yeah, it's incredible. Let's talk about earn more than you need so that you can help others in need. Jim Rohn, a great, great uh, quote there that you mentioned, and it wraps up beautifully in what we're talking about. Share some insights around this and also, too, maybe some tips and um, strategies that you think is going to be very helpful for people today, particularly if they're listening and yeah. watching, who struggle with sales because we can have the best product and the mm. best service on the planet. But if we struggle with selling that, having those conversations with prospective customers, no one's going to know about it because our customers are not <laughs> going to invest in, in themselves and investing in us. So share some insights around here too, please.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um So uh, that quote from Jim Rohn uh, can also be traced back to the Bible, uh, interestingly enough. Uh, so in Acts chapter 25, uh, Paul is writing about uh, his um, financial situation. And mm. what he said was that he earns enough to cover his needs, Mm -hmm. to cover the needs of his companions, uh, as well as to give to those who are less fortunate. Uh, And then he finishes off uh, that that chapter by saying that, by quoting Jesus, who who said that it is better to give than to receive. Mm. So I think it's a beautiful template for us to follow. Um, You know, when when I'm in conversation with uh, fellow Christians, it, it makes me quite sad sometimes to hear people say that, they earn just enough for their for themselves and for their family just to get by, mm. right? Um, like I said before, they have the opportunity to upskill themselves and to increase their income, but they don't. Uh, and it's not necessarily uh, their fault. I mean, maybe maybe they're uh, stuck in that old mindset, yes, uh, and and they need help to to uh, overcome that. Mm. But. Um, But uh, Paul sets the example for us uh, of how we should be thinking about uh, money and and how we should earn as much as we possibly can uh, so that we can help others.
2: Yeah. You know Um, what's interesting before? I I love this, and it so uh, ties into what you are just saying. How many Mm. opportunities at church do we do collections for the needy, for overseas missions, for all of that? And if we're earning more, guess what? We can give more. We can support more families. And I love Tier Fund and other, um, you know, not-for-profits who go into these countries and buy women a sewing machine so that they can start their own little business. And, you know, yeah. we can empower communities We can't do that if we're only earning just enough to support ourselves. So Exactly um, right. And
1: and interestingly, when I was um, younger, I was actually looking after the uh, church bulletin uh, when I was attending a different church. Um, And um, I looked at the tithing uh, amounts and I just did a quick calculation. You know, I like I like maths back in those days. And. uh, uh, I worked out if, if, if the average family earned some very conservative amount, I don't know, mm. maybe $40,000, $50,000 a year, yeah. and they, and they tied 10% of that, we would be getting somewhere around five to 10 times more than
3: what we were collecting
1: <laughs> at the time. So I, I, I suspect that a lot of families out there uh, are in the situation where they feel like they can't tie. Yeah. Uh, because of the the, the lack of uh, income. Mm-hmm. So imagine how much freer they would be to uh, to con- contribute uh, if they if they just were able to earn more than they yeah. needed.
2: Yeah. That that is some, that's a whole other topic on its in itself isn't it? And I hear and have heard of uh, situations and we hear that woman in the bible who gave of the you know the, the last what what she had um it, but how god has blessed those who put their absolute trust in him uh when they have given uh what little they they had so that that's such yeah. a a great reminder it, yeah
1: it's it's a great principle to live by regardless of what you're earning mm. uh, we need to honor god with that ten percent um and uh, interestingly, that is one of the secrets, uh, to becoming successful. Mm. Uh, because, um, as that, as uh, Rabbi Daniel Labin explains, when we're giving to the church, uh, we're not just, I mean, God doesn't need our money, right? Mm. He can click his fingers and make money appear. Mm. But, um, but what it does is it improves our self-image. And this is where I think, uh, a lot of us as Christian entrepreneurs lack, mm-hmm. uh, the, the self-image, um, We need to change who we are on the inside in order to earn uh, larger Mm -hmm. amounts of money. And by giving, we're sending a subtle signal to our self-image that I'm a generous person, that Mm -hmm. I'm so well off that I'm able to give away some of money Mm -hmm. Uh, and this will attract in turn attract the kind of success and the kind of money that uh, you need in order to sustain that so it's great advice uh, from the good rabbi yes um, and it's one that I highly recommend uh, for for everyone listening
2: yeah that whole topic of money now before we've got a little time left so I'd love to share um, if we give you an opportunity to share some some strategies and a lot of it is mindset shifts which which we've spoken about today around sales Because if that is something that we are struggling with, with, it means we can't increase our income, which means we can't increase our giving and support of uh, incredible projects that we know are operating from day to day. So what what would you say are the top three tips that you'd leave with everyone today uh, around sales?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The number one uh, strategy that I use with my clients is uh, goal setting. Mm-hmm. and this is really really important and it actually ties in very well with uh, with our uh, with our beliefs in God that we need to set a certain amount of money that we want to aim to earn mm-hmm. and we need to believe in faith that we are going to earn that amount yeah and and faith is essentially belief in something that we're going to receive it even though we don't have all the facts mm-hmm. right so Ah, uh, so whatever that amount is, set that as your goal and pray on that goal daily, mm-hmm. preferably twice a day, if you can. but just to start off with, pray on that daily. Mm. But when you ask for that goal, let's just say it's uh, hundred thousand dollars mm. so you're not you're not going to God with a begging sort of mentality. You're not going to God, please, 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 can I uh, have more money, right? Mm. or or can I have a hundred thousand dollars? You're going to God, and you're going to pray a prayer of faith. You're going to say, "God, thank you for giving me a hundred thousand dollars a year
3: mm-hmm.
1: in, in in income. Uh, thank you that, uh, that that I'm I'm so blessed." Uh, and and so this this has a twofold effect. First of all, you're exercising your faith, and secondly, you're exercising gratitude, which is mm-hmm. another important key in uh, success. Um, and and so when you do this on a daily basis, right? Prefer- preferably writing down the goal as well helps. Mm. uh, with that subconscious program. Um, it, it's, uh, it makes that thing, uh, not, not, I won't, I won't say guaranteed, but, but it's inevitable. It's, mm. it's going to happen. It's just a matter of where. Yeah. So, so asking, uh, and, and this should be a pattern for how you pray any prayer. I mean, God wants us to pray in faith. Mm. When we ask for something, we must believe that we're going to receive it. Yes. Um, that's not to say that he always will, right? Sometimes mm. he says no, that's perfectly fine. But but that doesn't remove the responsibility from our part to ask as though we have already received. Yes. So do that on a daily basis. That's, that's my first tip. Mm. This My second tip is to make it your goal to become a sales and marketing expert, mm. right? For, for, Especially for solopreneurs, we have absolutely no choice. We have to become good at these two skills. So Mm -hmm. for myself, as a sales expert, uh, I've actually had to learn the marketing aspect because I can't be sitting on the phones uh, doing cold calling all day. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a natural introvert, cold calling requires a huge amount of energy from myself. (laughs) Uh, And if I were to do that on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. uh, I would have no energy for anything else across the business. Mm -hmm. So I've had, I've been forced to learn uh, sales and have been forced to learn marketing so make it make it a goal for yourself to pick up all of the resources that you can you know books are a great way to learn stuff mm-hmm. on the run uh, but pick up books attend seminars that sort of thing become good at sales and marketing mm-hmm. um, but my third tip is to to understand and to really embody this the, the law that I mentioned before which is the law of value
3: mm-hmm.
1: so the law of value states that the value delivered to your clients must far exceed the price that you charge for it Mm. once you really internalize this concept all of your sales conversations will completely transform yeah imagine going into a sales meeting with the mindset that i'm here to help and i can help Mm -hmm. that i'm going to help you to get 10 times more than than what you're paying me
3: yeah
1: Would you feel any guilt associated with earning, let's just say it's $10,000 again? Mm. Uh, would you feel guilty if you earn $10,000, but you help your client to earn a hundred? Yeah. Of course not, right? It it removes a lot of the subconscious problems. And if I were to sum everything that I do, everything that I teach, it comes back to this one law, Mm. uh, to, to give more value than you charge. Mm. Uh, and it's a wonderful principle that's uh, biblically sound as well. You know, it is better to give than to receive. Yes. First, you must give, then you will receive, right? Very, very important to get that in the right order, mm-hmm. right? First, you deliver value, then, then you get paid and compensated for the value you have given to others. Uh, yes. So, there you go. Those, those are my three yeah, tips uh, for our listeners today.
2: Fabulous and, and certainly um, great insights to consider as uh, you know we move forward because growing our business is going to require sales uh, efforts. So, uh, look, share with people because I'm sure they want to know more about how they can connect with you, Ben. What's the best way for them to do that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, go over to my website, salesethos.com.au, so that's S-A-L-E-S, and then the word ethos is ethos.com.au. Mm-hmm. Uh I've got some free resources there for you to download to um, uh, and my my weekly uh, videos and newsletter are providing free sales training and tips. Yes. Um, yeah, feel free to take advantage of those uh, resources and once again, that's the principle of giving something of value first mm-hmm. before receiving, right? So yeah. Uh, I'm just following the pattern, and uh, and it's been working very well for me as well. So yeah. feel free to, to um, send Fabulous. your
3: details there.
2: Yeah, you know, one of the uh, ways, and of course with podcasts too, and videos and newsletters, the more consistent you're you're doing that and providing great value every time, you start to create uh, a reputation for providing valuable content. So that when people do finally approach you, it does make that sales conversation, that conversation flows so much easier because there is already in the mind of that potential customer that perceived value that they know they're going to get from you because you've consistently delivered that with the content. That you've already yeah. been providing so you know all of those things are just so very important as uh, you've mentioned then it's been an absolute honor speaking with you today one of the things that i do at the end of every so show is just finish with a word of prayer may i do that uh today yeah
1: yeah, absolutely.
2: Fantastic. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Ben today about a topic which for many people can be difficult, particularly if they've uh, heard and observed growing up um, unhelpful beliefs around money that uh, you know that are not biblically based, uh, Lord. And as Ben said today, there are so many uh, blessings that uh, you want to bestow upon us, but we have to have the right things in place. The focus is, of course, on you delivering exceptional value to our clients so father we just want to ask that you continue to bless Ben and his business and the clients that he's working with we continue to support those people who are watching and listening uh, today and of course the recording that you'll continue to support them and changing yeah their their approach and their attitudes towards sales so that they can continue to build kingdom businesses that honor you in every way especially too around how they're having their sales conversations and earning income so that they can continue to contribute to the kingdom. Father, we ask this in the precious name of your son Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ben. We could talk about this topic all day, I know, because it's one <laughs> that uh, so many people are kind of okay. And then you grow your business to the next level and go, can I really do that? Uh, <laughs> yes, you absolutely can. So thank you for sharing your insights today. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for having me, anne
0: You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com stand out be heard influence want to influence real change with your own podcast access our free podcast training including no cost and low cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training that's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training